Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everything Medicare podcast nation? This is Christian Brindle here. And thank you for joining me on another episode of the Everything Medicare podcast. We're getting close to 100 episodes. And today I have a very, very special guest here with me today. I have John Billadu here with me. um, And we're going to be talking to him. John is, um, let let me tell you a little bit about John. John started out doing work with the Philadelphia Police Department, spent about 18 years in the hotel sales industry. But some changes caused him to go out of that industry and he ended up going through a couple of different jobs over a a portion of years. Um, John found the insurance industry and with some encouragement from his wife, I can appreciate that because my wife has encouraged me to not quit the insurance industry multiple times over the years. Um, But he found the insurance industry and he quickly, you know, realized that he enjoyed it. Um, He valued helping others and educating people, which I appreciate. Um, He has been in the industry now for six years. He's become a top producing agent, attended top producer trips. And as a result, um, as of January, he actually started up his own agency. So John, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey, the pleasure is all mine. Um, John, let's start out by introducing you a little bit to the audience Talk a little bit about your story and what about the insurance industry drew you to it, do you think? Okay. Well, initially growing up, my intention was that I wanted to be a state trooper. Um, but at a younger age, I suffered some injuries, which prevented that from happening. I did spend a few years working in Philadelphia, um, got out of that and ended up getting into hotels. I was in hotel sales for approximately 18 years eventually climbed my way to the top of the ladder. But what you find in hotels is that the higher you get on the pay scale, when things go south, you're among the first to go. So I lost Mm -hmm. two jobs in three years because I was always becoming the first one to be cut because of the fact I had the higher salary. Um, I was approached by an agency not far from where I live and had been approached by them over the course of several years. But not really knowing much about the industry, I was afraid when I had lost my second job over the course of three years, my wife said, look, why don't you just give this a chance? I got your back. So I got into this industry and it's been great so far. Um, I'm in my sixth year now, first year as a solo agency. um, And that has been quite an experience, um, but it's been fun so far. Very cool. Very cool. I know what you mean. When I started in this business, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I kind of have a similar story to, you know, I know, you know, Justin Brock, who we've had on the podcast yeah, and yeah. guys like Cody Askins, who they're second generation insurance agents. They started out working with their dads. And so did I, you know, I, I my grandfather grew- was an agent. My grandfather actually owned his own agency long before I was even born. 
It helps. It helps. Like, did, yeah. did, 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 did you work with him when you started out at all? No, I did not. Uh, unfortunately, my grandfather passed before I got into this industry, but oh. we were both being in sales. One of the things that my grandfather always preached was doing the right thing mm-hmm. and that people are going to look to you to do the right thing. And, you know, people don't have the knowledge of the products that you have. So they're going to look to you and you need to be honest with them because the customer is always more important than you are. Always put their needs before you put your own. And so I've always kind of lived by that mantra, especially with the fact that I now have children and I want them to also feel that way. The customer is always first. Their needs always come before yours. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more with you. That's been our approach starting out here and, you know, um, through our years of experience and, you know, you, you don't, you, you don't last six years or more. I mean, you always hear the statistics, you know, insurance agents, yeah, 90 yeah. plus percent of them are out of the business in yeah. a three year period. The reason for that is because they don't take their, take care of their clients. I think that's probably the number one reason. I believe that totally. And so, you know, you don't last longer than three years if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know? And so I, I agree right. with you wholeheartedly. Um, John, I got a question for you with AEP around the corner. So I got an okay. AEP question. Okay. So what advice would you give someone that's listening that might be on Medicare that's just getting hammered with advertisements, phone calls, the works, you know, what, what advice would you give for somebody on, you know, knowing what to do as far as making a good decision during the enrollment period? Well, you definitely want to, you want to, you know, think about why these folks are sending you these advertisements. Their objective is to convince you that the product or whatever it is that they're trying to pitch to you is better than what you already have. This is why it's paramount that you understand the coverage that you have and how it works. I have on many occasions met with customers who did not know what they had. And so they were actually potentially going into a situation that may have been worse than they were already in. And so in situations like that, I say, I can't in good conscience help you because the situation that you're in right now is far better than any situation that I could put you in. Um, and this often happens with people who have significant health issues. Um, a lot of these marketing techniques can be very appealing and very misleading. So it's very important that you have a broker or someone that you can trust who isn't necessarily going to tell you what you want to hear tell you what you need to hear. And I tell that to all my customers. My job is not to tell you what you want to hear. So you may hear some things from me that you're not going to like, but you can rest assured that I am going to be completely 100% honest with you and, and give you the straight up, you know, and, and that's just how I am because I would want somebody to do that to me. And I, I can't stress enough the importance of understanding your coverage and knowing exactly what it does and exactly what it does not do. And this is, this is an agent's job to inform you of that. You know, a good agent is going to tell you that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I've, I've always said over the years, you know, um, a good agent puts your needs before his. You know, a, a good agent will recommend a product where he makes you know, a lower commission if it means it's oh, yeah. the best thing for you, you know? And so I, I couldn't I've agree walked with out more. of houses with no commission. Um, I have walked out of houses empty handed because my primary goal, again, 
is not to go into somebody's house and just sell them something. I've walked into houses where people had a very good plan and they had serious health issues. And for that reason, I have told them, you need to stay right where you're at. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm not making any money on this deal and I'm not making any commission, it's the thing to do. Just as easily be my mother aunt, or my uncle. And I would have a problem if somebody went in to meet with them and sold them something that they didn't necessarily need and put them in a worse position than, than they were in when the person first came in the house. So I have no problem walking out of the house empty-handed as long as I know at the end of the day that I did the right thing. Well, agreed. Agreed. I mean, I think that's the right approach. You know, the approach should be if, if you're ever replacing a policy, it should always be to the benefit of the beneficiary. You know, and so I, I agree with you completely. Um, John, let me shift gears to this, though. Um, what value would you say that you particularly as an agent add to your client's um, situation that, that most other agents don't do? If you, had, if you had to say something that makes you stand out, what would you say that would be? I've been told that I, I am honest to a fault. Uh, and, and I don't, I, you know, I take that as a compliment and like I said, I will be honest with my customers. They know that they call me and, and actually I've had many times tell me what they like the most about me is my assessment. They can send me a package or, or a phone call or an email on a Saturday at 11 o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock at night. And I'm going to get right on. I've actually had text message and email conversations with people at 11 o'clock because they weren't sure what the policy did and they wanted to know if they're covered for this or they're covered for that. Accessibility, it's all about putting the needs before your own. And it's all being upfront and honest. You know, we are educators as at it. I'm, I'm not here to sell something to somebody. You know, a lot of people... When you call them, are like, oh, you're going to try to sell me something. No, I'm going to try to educate you so that you can walk away from this experience feeling much more educated than you were before we met. And that includes knowing how your policy works, knowing what is and what it is. I'm going to be straight with my customers and say, look, you know, I understand how some things you need to know that the advertisements are not going to tell you. And that's what I think is one of the biggest values bring to What's up, everybody? This is actually Randy W. Hall, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, not Christian Brendel, your esteemed host. I'm here to tell you about my Medicare agency, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, based here in Tennessee. For the past 10 years, I've been helping Medicare beneficiaries just like you in Tennessee and Kentucky maximize their Medicare. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know Christian always encourages you to deal with a broker in your state who sells all the different plans and will give you not just a quote, but also advise you and educate you in a way that is simple to understand. We know how confusing and overwhelming the whole process can be. We do it all for folks on Medicare, from supplements to Advantage plans, Part D, cancer products, hospital indemnities, and more. So if you want to get a free quote or a consultation, I urge you to call 615-578-5174. 
Again, that's area code 615-578-5174. Or for more information, you can visit my website and read all about me at MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. That's all one word, MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. And again, why deal with a jerk when you can deal with a nice guy? Well, I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, I think, you know, availability, the best ability is availability. And I think the clients don't get that with a lot of agents, you know. Um, it's a weak callback time, if any callback. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think, you know, availability is the best ability. And um, I think the integrity part is huge, you know. So it's always good to hear when an agent has that approach when working with the beneficiaries. Um, let, let me, let me transition over to this, John. Is there a particular, is there a particular hole that you see left exposed in someone's coverage that you run into frequently that, that maybe could be easily avoided? Well, I think one of the problems I run into most frequently is people not on the health coverage. Uh, an example of this, say a med advantage plan and they have significant health issues and they start significant days and um and out of pocket expenses and then they call and they say hey look i got this plan and i thought medicare was supposed to be and getting off bills and co-pays and it's because they're in them. um and, and at that point it puts us in a different because usually we're coming in after they've already signed up for something or yeah, about being informed, all about being educated. And you can sit at somebody's table and they can say, oh yeah, I understand it. I understand it. No problem. You know, have a nice day. And then they're going to call you two months later and be like, oh, wait a minute. I'm not quite sure that does this happen like this or does this cover that or does this cover the other thing? I thought that it was supposed to cover this. In reality, it does not cover you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, I run absolutely. into a lot. Um, and, you know, it's unfortunate and we do the best we can. We try to keep people informed. I'm constantly running articles on my website so that people can stay updated and stay abreast of things. But, you know, you're always going to have questions and there's always going to be something that someone doesn't understand. Always. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, I think the I think the the lack of understanding is a is the real tragedy here. You know, oh, yeah. I, I think you probably would agree with me on that. And, yes, sir. You know, and um, I I think you know the more content us as agents can put out for the beneficiary, the better. You know, like I think our- also people often don't realize the consequences of their actions when dealing with Medicare. Um, not all mistakes are correctable. Uh, and I have had several situations where people made changes or did certain things or did not do certain things. And then they call us and they want to go back and fix it. And maybe they have a health issue. And so maybe them trying to change their plan, they're going to be, and they do get declined because of a health issue. And then they say, oh, well, nobody told me this. Nobody told me that. Nobody told me I couldn't do this. Doesn't matter. It's too late now. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, you made a mistake and they're not always correctable. I've had that happen many times. Yeah, absolutely. And not all mistakes are created equal as well. Yeah, absolutely true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I couldn't agree with you more on that. You know, I think I think that, you know, 
if people, yeah, I mean, I'm sure this is one thing that you run into quite frequently. You know, I think that um, one of the most common things that we see is someone not taking a drug plan if they don't take any oh, yeah. prescriptions and then they Absolutely. end up needing it down the road. And then they got that beautiful yep. lifelong drug penalty, you know, yep. I've um, had that many times. And that's, and, that, and that's, and that's unfortunate. You know, I think that's tragic for someone that just didn't have the education that they have to deal with that for life. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. I've, I've run into that many times and then organizations such as pad uh, which we have here in New Jersey, or PACE, which helps people with their drug costs, I continually run into customers that don't even know that that exists. Yeah. So I don't, uh, you know, these people who really need those programs apparently are not able to find out that they exist. And then when I tell them about it, they're like, well, I never heard of that. I never even knew that existed, which is frustrating because you want to help these people, you know, and they don't even know half of the programs that are out there to help them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, but that, but that's why we do podcasts like this to make a difference. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> John, let me shift gears over to this. Um, misconceptions about Medicare. You run into people all the time, as do I, um, that are, you know, getting onto Medicare or they've already been on Medicare and, and there's always so much confusion, but misconceptions. They believe one thing about Medicare when it's really the, uh, the opposite what would you say are some of the biggest misconceptions that you consistently run into? Yeah, well, there's a lot of them. <laughs> um, one of them is mainly that Medicare is going to pay everything. That mm -hmm. Medicare is just going to foot the bill for whatever it is you have done. And I can't tell you how many people call me and they're like, oh, I thought Medicare was supposed to cover this. And Medicare isn't designed to cover 100%. That's not what it was created for. There's always going to be that 20% on the back end that's out there, and you have to find a way to eliminate that 20%, or you could be running into some significant out-of-pocket costs. Mm -hmm. um, another misconception that I frequently run into is people thinking that they can just do whatever they want whenever they choose and just move plans as often as they want, and it's not the, that's not the case. Um, I've had people several times who... Um, in fact, I had a, rate, a lady recently where she basically left the, she, she had signed up for a supplement and decided to go back to work and wanted to be covered by the work plan. And I advised her, if you do that, don't drop your supplement because if you should try to come back into the supplement later down the road, they're going to be allowed to ask you health questions. And she was of the mindset, oh, well, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. I'll worry about that later. It's no big deal. I'm healthy. A couple of years go by, she quits the work plan. Now she tries to go back into the supplement. She fails the health questions. Now she's over a barrel. And of course, some of these people are going to listen to you and some of them are not. And I hate to say I told you so, but that's what happens. And again, I say that because I, I do my seminars and I always tell people, don't think that you can just come and go as you freely choose. That's not how it works. You get that six-month free period when you first take your Medicare supplement. But once that's come and gone, then should you try to make any changes, they can ask you whatever they want. And if they don't like the answers, they're either going to say no thank you or you're going to end up paying significantly higher premiums because of whatever health issues you might have. 
So it's not a free pass. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I run into that a lot, a lot. Absolutely. On, on that particular person, did she have a plan G? Was she that the situation? She yeah. had a G and she dropped yeah. it to go back onto the work plan. And then she worked for a couple of years and then she decided to come off the work plan. And then, of course, as you know, she had to pass the health mm -hmm. questions. Which she, she couldn't do. She failed for like four or five different reasons. <laughs> and so they, they had her over a barrel. I mean, she had guaranteed yeah. issue protection. But, you know, that's you're but, basically allowing the insurance yeah. company to basically call the shots when that happens. And not probably not the plan she originally wanted. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's, that's unfortunate. You know, I've seen yeah, that. Yeah. And I I've felt really that. bad for the lady because I really liked her. <laughs> you know, yeah. she, I like all my customers. You of know course. what I mean? Yeah. But I, and, you know, as somebody in this industry, I kind of take it personal when I can't help somebody. You of know course. what I mean? That really bothers me. It's not like I just walk away and say, oh, well, you know, stinks to be them. I really take it personal when I can't help somebody. Um, and especially when I told them not to do something and they mm. did it anyway. And then they ended up exactly where I told them they were going to end up, you know? Yeah. And so I, I, that kind of bothers me. I understood. Understood. You know, I mean, like, you know, people like us, John, you know, this, if th this is, this is like, you know, we're, we're Picasso paints. This is our painting. You exactly. know, this is, this is what we do, you yes, know, and we want to yes, do it right. We want to make mm -hmm. sure that, you know, when we're setting somebody up for something, it's going to be a masterpiece, if you will. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I completely understand how you feel on that. I feel, I've felt that many a times myself. Um, let's talk about Medicare supplements for a minute. Okay. Um, obviously there's no clear cut best Medicare supplement plan for someone on Medicare. Obviously it's going to depend on the market and you know, the person situation. But if, if, if you had to pick one of the Medicare supplement plans that you lean towards more than the others, which one would you pick and why? Uh, the G plan. I've always been a G plan fan, even before we knew that the G or that the F was being discontinued. Um, I like the G plan. And the reason is because the benefits are essentially exactly the same as an F plan. So you can have an F plan and I can have a G. Benefits-wise, we're entitled to all the exact same things. Only difference between the G and the F is that with that G, I'm going to have to pay that yearly Part B deductible, which as we speak now is the first $185 a year. My benefits are exactly the same as yours. And my premium with that G plan is probably going to be significantly less than yours, even with that $185 factored into the equation. So for that reason, I've always been a huge fan of the G. Um, as am I. As am I. Um, I've always been, back, you know, going back to 2014, you know, at that point, from what I remember, all the agents in this area anyway, before we were working out of state, all the agents in this area, you know, they were still on the Plan F bandwagon and they didn't get it. They no. didn't quite understand. There's a lot of people out know. there that still don't get it. I, I know, I know. Um, they're missing out because it's, you know, not only is it saving money on the front end, rate increases, statistically speaking, have shown to be much lower on the G's opposed to the F's because the F's have been around much longer. Um, yeah. So I'm with you on that one. Um, 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so w- let's transition and talk a little bit about agents again for a second. Mm-hmm. For, for people that are in states that maybe you and I aren't licensed with, we might not be able to help them this coming enrollment period, what should a person expect out of their agent? And, and how can someone know if their agent is taking care of them properly? Well, one thing I would say is honesty. Honesty is everything. It, I, I think a lot of times your instincts are, are going are, are gonna to tell you whether or not this person's being honest with me or not, or if I'm just mm-hmm. a number to them. You know what I mean? I don't ever want my customers to feel like they're just a number, just as I never want to feel like a number when I'm going out buying something. I, I want to, you know, I try to have that personal touch. Um, back when I was in hotels, one of the things my customers always told me was that you're not a stuffed shirt. You ask me how my kids are. You ask me how my son did on his baseball game or my daughter did on a recital. These are people that you can tell are a little bit more vested in the relationship than somebody who just calls you and says, hey, you want to buy life insurance? You know what I mean? These are people who genuinely care about you and the welfare of both you and your family. You know what I mean? Those are the type of people that I want to do business with, whether I'm buying a car or refinancing my house or whatever people that care about me and have my personal best interests in mind. And that's the person that I try to be. And I think if you're in one of the states that we don't cover, that's what you probably want to look for. Somebody who's calling you three times a day to say, hey, you want to buy such and such? That's not my kind of person. You know what I mean? Because I've always been in the mindset, you know what? You may not need me this month and you may not need me in five months and you may not need me in eight months. But maybe a year from now, you might be thinking, oh, hey, you know what? I got to call that guy John because I need whatever. So you you never burn a bridge as well, you know, because there's a lot. I've been at car dealers and I've been at places like that where you're like, hey, you know what? I'm not buying today. And they're like, get lost. Get out of my sight. Mm -hmm. I would never want to be that guy. And I think a lot of agents might be like that, too. Like, oh, well, you don't want to buy? Well, then, you know, leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. it's not what it's about, man. A lot of us got into this industry because we genuinely care about people and we want to help people. I try to leave people in a better condition when I leave them when, than when I initially found them. And if that means I don't, then so, but at least you're telling the wife in a good way, there's really not, you're possibly being and any for you could actually jeopardize that. It's about honesty. Um, you trust, find an agent that's going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want. And that's probably somebody that I would stick with. Hey, well, I like that. I like that. I mean, we've all we've all had that experience. You know, go to a car dealership and you're looking at a car and you put through the the run around or you know. Um, 
and we've all had that experience of feeling like just another number, you know? So I, I agree with you completely. Yeah. That's not what we should have our clients go through. All righty. So let me switch gears to this, John. So last question, and then we'll wrap this up. This, okay. this question is something I've asked everybody that's come on the podcast to talk about Medicare. And it's kind of a polarizing question. So forgive me on that. And obviously there's no clear cut answer. Um, it's going to depend on a person's situation and, you know, yada, 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 political correct answer and everything like that. But if you had to lean one way or the other, when it comes to Medigaps, Medicare supplements or Medicare Advantage, which way would you lean and why? For me, and it gets like you said, you know, it's not a wise fits all type of thing. Every situation is different and I don't want people who may be interested in one thinking that, oh, John said this is bad. That's not the case at all. For me, I'm all about Medicare just because I think, God forbid, and I have had, I've had customers that have had significant illnesses. Um, for instance, I had a customer who had cancer. And uh, when I signed him up, wasn't sure which way to go, med advantage or supplement. And I told him, like, look, you have cancer in your background. If that cancer comes back, your out-of-pocket expenses with a MedAdvantage plan could be pretty significant. And thank God he listened to me. And um, he was the first customer that I ever lost, unfortunately. And mm -hmm. his wife actually called me after the fact to tell me that, look, we wanted to thank you because we had the plan G and the cancer did, in fact, come back. And he was laid up for a long time and it pretty much covered everything. We walked away without any out-of-pocket expenses after he passed because of that Plan G covering it. And for me, that's the reason why I do this. You know what I mean? Because I made a difference in their life. You know what I mean? I made a difference in their, you know, in in that man and that customer's life when, yeah, that that cancer did come back. And everybody knows what cancer is, and everybody knows what cancer is about. And for me to think that I played a major part in their ability to navigate through that in terms of their financial expenses is something that I'm extremely proud of. You know what I mean? Because that's why I do this. It's why I get up in the morning and why I do what I do every day because it's the hope that I can make a difference in educating somebody so that they don't have to go through those type of ghastly expenses that are associated with a worst case scenario such as cancer. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. A hundred percent. So for me, it's supplements all day. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying med advantage plans are bad because for a lot of people, they are the right option. Um, but given the two, I would take a supplement uh, all day long. And we do both. I mean, we do med advantage mm -hmm. and we do supplements. And there are some people where it's a no brainer where, hey, you know what? But I tell people what, you know, when I meet with them, like, look, you need to realize what this is. Because I've had people call and say, yeah, I have this supplement plan and, you know, I have this and I have that. And then you don't have a supplement plan. You have a med advantage plan. They are not the same thing. They are two completely different animals. You need to be aware of that. Agreed. Agreed completely. I've always said that I think for people on Medicare, I think, I think 70% of the difficulty for people is determining whether they want to go supplement or med advantage. Right. I think, I think if they can, if they can figure that out, I think the rest is gravy. Yeah, um, absolutely. John, talk about your agency for a second. Talk about where you guys are 
Okay. Um, what you do, what states you work in, just talk a little bit about that. If anyone was listening to the podcast and they just kind of resonated with some stuff that you were saying and they wanted Absolutely. to reach out with you, talk about your agency for a second. The name of my agency is JBA Insurance Brokers. We are based in Marlton, New Jersey, which is just outside Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, we primarily do both supplements and med advantage plans, and we are contracted with various carriers. Um, I am licensed in the states of New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, South Carolina, Florida, and soon to be Texas. Um, and that's, I've expanded my, my range because I have a lot of customers here who move to like South Carolina and Florida and then their wife becomes Medicare eligible. And so they call me and say, Hey, my wife's turning 65. We need to get her on Medicare. So then I get licensed in those states. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are, we are accessible. We're right outside Philadelphia. The website, or I'm sorry, the telephone number is 856-396-5054. My email address is johnb at jbainsurance.net. You can reach my Facebook page by going to www.facebook.com slash john j-o-h-n and then my last name billadu b-i-l-l-e-t e-o-u-x j-b-a slash uh and then of course our main website is www.jbainsurancebrokers.net well perfect thank you so much um folks if you're in one of those areas and you know something John said just really reached out to you, just really um, resonated with you. I encourage you to give him a call, you know, because there's not enough good quality brokers out there that have the integrity that this man has. And John, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for spending thank the time. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Hey, the pleasure is all mine. Folks, thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will be back with another episode on Saturday. Don't go anywhere.